await no longer greatness has arrived welcome to one of our holiday episodes of the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i'm your host joseph aka mr bad bit and it is here where me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation of course this week we're going to be talking about why we we haven't had advanced battery storage technology in the playstation controllers kojima's starting to make movies not not just games now you know actual movies movies and our definitive list for playstation 5 games so far and so much more so with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you uh and how's the antidote treating you uh well first of all how dare you 73 people out there (laughs) say you wouldn't give me the antidote to save my life yeah and also how dare you joe how, why put me in that situation? What? What situation? You fed me hypothetical poison in the first place. I mean, was it hypothetical? And like, and like I texted you, <laughs> I was like, way to play into every single insecurity I've ever talked to you about off the air. And as about a good how friend, anyone, everyone only listens to the trophy, yeah. room, trophy room for Joseph, a.k.a. Right. Mr. Badbit. No one cares about me mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so yeah, go ahead and tweet out like, yeah, you're going to kill me with poison, hypothetically. Yeah. And then for a good portion of the bowl, a lot of people agreed with you and wanted to get rid of me. Wow. I, I, mean, I had a great day yesterday, everybody. <laughs> I had a great day. Great I, I, mental day for me. I mean, I abided by the rules. I abided I mean, by I'm the rules. I'm over here rule. saying abiding by the rules, whether or not I'm going to piss my pants. Yeah. That's harmless. Uh, and I took that <laughs> and I saw that tweet. And I was like, I'm going to take this and I'm going to add violence to it. <laughs> and I took that personally. <laughs> well, you got to make your own list. You got to feed me some type of poison. Give me uh, some I type can, of poison. I can't do that. People love you too much. No, I, no, you'd be surprised. There are so many people out to yeah. to end me, I, I feel at least. Yeah. <laughs> that said, Kyle, listen, we got... We got a lot to talk about, okay? It's the holiday season. We're recording both of these episodes uh, this week so that we have a nice little week off, but y'all are still getting content, um, you know, each and every Thursday here at, you know, the Trophy Room. So I got a question for you because we're also in the midst of the Trophy Room Awards, which if y'all haven't known, uh, now's the time to do it. It's voting for your game of the year in 2022. And not just that, but 30 plus categories of games, 80 plus games, both indie and triple a are populated. This award show, we have literally more games than Jeff's award show. All right. Just to, just to put that out there, we have more studios highlighted than Jeff's award show. And we are strictly covering PlayStation here uh we want to make sure that we're building a show that is not just highlighting the the games we know like your elden rings and your god of wars but maybe also highlighting some games you haven't heard of while bringing in almost a dozen special guests to talk about their games of the year as well it's going to be a huge show that launches january 13th you have until january 6th to vote for your game Uh, We have over nine games in the game of the year category. So there's literally something for everyone. Um, Super proud of it. Over a thousand folks already have entered, uh, voted, all that jazz. It's been terrific so far. And it got me thinking, Kyle. We actually talked a little bit about this over at Season Gaming, our friends over there, over on Cast Co-op of 
what makes what makes a game of the year for you? Like, is it strictly oh, I I liked this game the most, or is there a little bit is it a little bit more nuanced than that? Where it's hey, I dug this game. I really really loved it, but I also feel like there are implications to how you know this game is going to influence the culture of game development, i.e. like a, mm. a Breath of the Wild, right? When you're mm-hmm. going into like a Witcher style game is a great example, right? When you're looking out in worlds now, people are like, is it like a Witcher or is it like Breath of the Wild, right? Like uh, what what goes into it for you when you're thinking about what is the not just the defining experience for 2022 for yourself, but are you thinking of it in a, in a broader scope? I want to know what you think. That's a great question, and I'm probably going to disappoint you (laughs) with my answer. I don't think about really, or don't put a whole lot of stock into whether or not it's moving the medium forward. Mm. Like, obviously, if it does something, like, really, really cool, I will take notice of that. But for me personally, like, I play games for the story, first and foremost. So if I'm really swept up into the story, that those games will always rank higher for me as well as any game that keeps me i hate using the buzzword immerse but like mm-hmm. it like in it when i'm playing it i am in it 1000% there's like i'm not checking my phone the time melts away uh I, like i'm sitting there for hours just engrossed by what i am doing on screen and by the story it's telling me or even if it doesn't have a story i'm just having fun mm. um so I, I don't maybe this is why I don't write for any big uh, review, uh, uh, sites and review games, because th- me thinking critically in that sense of like, does it push our hobby in a new way? Mm-hmm. It doesn't that doesn't really cross my mind unless it's something that like truly adds to my experience. Like I think sure. of God of War 2018 with the one shot camera or one cut camera. Yeah. Like that, that's pretty impressive. And that really moves everything forward. And that does add to that story and everything. So it added a little bit more weight to it, but overall it doesn't really affect it too much for me. No, that's, that's a fair point. I mean, like I, I love what I think Katie wrote in, whether it's to the show or just like on discord somewhere. She, I, I think she's like, you're going to, I'm going to disappoint you, Joe, because my game of the year didn't even come out this year. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not here to yuck your gum. That's yep. uh, that's awesome. Like to me, I, I view that as like, yeah, why why is the game of the year just d- the game this year? Like for mm-hmm. someone, it could be, you know, it could be a game that came out in 2018, and that's totally yeah. fine. And you could think it big picture as well of like, well, how did this push the culture forward in a meaning or substantial way? I always dance between the two. Like for me. Um, I'm always thinking about my enjoyment, right, of a thing. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the year in 2020. Love that game. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you that Last of Us Part Two didn't push the medium uh, forward, whether that's an animation or an acting or whatever have you, not mm-hmm. in pacing. But <laughs> nonetheless, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to say that that game doesn't deserve those, those nods as well, if that makes sense. And even last year, like, Returnal, was our game of the year that year. And yeah. it was something that for me introduced myself to, 
or it introduced, yeah, introduced me to the roguelike genre. So I feel like for me, if it opens the door to a new genre or opens the door for me in, in any which way, mm-hmm. I am always super intrigued in that property. Of course, I have to enjoy it and have to like that thing. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there is an argument to be made of like, yeah, I, I love, I don't know, pick a game, but did that push the needle in, in, in making games more immersive? That's what I'm mm-hmm. always kind of thinking in, in the mind's eye. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm, it's it's kind of a bit of both. And as I'm, I don't know about you, Kyle, but I'm actually going back and playing all the games this year that, that are on our list. So like I'm going to Platinum Neon White. Y'all know, y'all are following me through uh, me platinuming again, Elden Ring. I've been playing a little bit of Cult of the Lamb. So, like, I'm trying to get a little taste of everything. So, I have everything in my head locked mm-hmm. in before I give my final thoughts on what my game of the year is uh, on January 13th. But, like, that's that's how I'm going into it. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm I would love to do that as well, and I'm trying. Uh, my one big hangup is I really want to play a Plague Tale Requiem. I want to before the awards but everyone I've ever talked to says you have to play the first one first it would just make more sense it'd be more of a a natural uh, uh, progression a natural feeling hopping into the second one knowing the story and whatnot and I started it a few hours in it's not a bad game having a great time it's just it's that thing of like the new shiny new thing and my time is already low as it is Fair. So I I do, but that was a side tangent. I do want to do the same thing, uh, not only just for for our awards, but I we have the six one indie awards that I, I need to play through. It's a lot of games, good games I got to play through to be fresh for all our uh, our convos. And that's the yeah. thing too, like talking about like us trying to get ready for all these awards. You're suffering through what I usually suffer, which is old games, old syndrome. And I and I'm trying to knock that out of my oh, my mm. noggin. Where like I'm playing an old game because I need to get ready for the sequel or whatever, and I'm like, there's something about this that seems a little dated. Or for me, it, it's I've already experienced this before, and I'm not getting the same dopamine mm. hit. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. It usually not, doesn't affect me. It's just yeah. I don't know what it is about Plague Tale Innocence. It's a slow it's burn just, of a game, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Lo- I love that game so much. I mean, I'm lo- yeah, I'm loving the mechanics and whatnot of it, yeah. but yeah, I'm going to give it, hopefully, hopefully I get some of my days off approved for next week, and I have Fair a couple enough. extra days to kind of chill out. Well, listen, as I almost broke everything right here, right now. I know, what are you go. doing? Uh, don't worry, don't worry. I forgot to do something before the show, and I'm just trying to fix it. Uh, I broke right. everything again. Uh, uh, before we talk about our top playstation 5 games so far and what that category actually means before we break down all the little tidbit of news uh we gotta thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room it's the reason why we look so good we sound so great the reason why the trophy room awards exist is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room so i want to thank our newest member uh m kyle 
H85 over at Patreon. I want to thank our platinum members, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Jonas Young, N. Johnson, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Stephen Flesh, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Enigma, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Cowboy Danger D, uh, Shrubles and Bits, and the Green Gorilla Gamer. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Cypher Primus, Awesome Dave, Hide Indoors, Naka Chaka, Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadus Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, uh, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Foolish Fuji, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Delez, Elo2032, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Stone Cold, E.T., Astronaut Jr., not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Maximum Carnage, Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, Sean McKenzie, Final Fan XZ, Andrasar. We nailed. Did I nail it? I feel like I nailed it. I feel like I nailed it. I feel like I nailed it. Lamb Chop ninety three and Justin Rodriguez and, and like Vontae say, Tatted. You skipped over him. Oh no, he, he's. I I mess up this whole list. I know. I, I know it in my head. He's he's there. He's Cowboy Danger D. He changes that. Oh, oh, I just got it. Got it. Got it. Listen, here's my New Year's resolution. I'm gonna fix the Patreon list. That's my that is my I'm gonna get it all right. And like we say each and every week, as long you know, if we ever got you through a long car ride, tough day at work, the holiday season. I know a lot of people are like, oh man, I'm in a podcast drought. The holidays there ain't no content. Well, we're making that content for you, and it's all possible over at patreon.com slash P.S. Trophy Room. Thank you all so much for your kindness, your support, and your generosity over there. And with that said, with that all out of the way, Kyle, um, it's time to square up the news. Yeah, it's time. There's, there's only a little bit of this. It's only a little bit. Let's square it up. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca, I don't know what that was. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. Rebecca Smith over at PS Lifestyle writes, DualSense Edge battery life is moderately shorter than original PS5 controller. Sony has just provided a deeper look at the DualSense Edge Pro Controller that will be coming to PS5 fairly soon. But the one thing they neglected to mention was that the controller will have a quote-unquote moderately shorter battery life compared to the original DualSense controller. For those already complaining about the length of battery on the DualSense, this isn't encouraging news. How long is the DualSense Edge controller battery life? Sony hasn't given a figure for how long the battery life will will be for the DualSense Edge, but told The Verge it will be moderately shorter than the DualSense. The battery life of the original DualSense controller is around 12 to 15 hours, depending on whether features like haptic feedback and the speaker are being used. Sony's full statement explained the reason for the shorter battery life is that the Edge has, quote-unquote, many more features within that will help to drain the battery life. The company has tried to strike a good balance between wireless operating time and delivering robust high-performance features, but will be providing a longer USB-braided cable for a wired connection to the PS5 console if players need to preserve battery life. Oh, geez, so generous, please. Oh, boy, oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, oh, the off, braided cable is. Whew, thank you so that, much, Sony. You didn't have an extra foot. <laughs> it it could have just been a regular cable, not braided. I but know. Oh boy, braided in there. Watch that thing try to get tangled. Um, first off, I want to address the elephant in the room. Okay. Yeah, go for it. The battery of the original DualSense controller is twelve to fifteen hours. Since and, when? And, 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 it's a little high. That's a little, yeah, that's a little generous. 
I, I mean, like my dual senses, uh, I, I usually get around eight, nine hours out of them. Uh, about six, I would say. Let's say let's have that number. Six to eight, I think is fair. Oh, well, I'm telling you, I get like eight to nine. <laughs> oh, and I'm telling you, I'm lucky if I like I had to charge at the end of my Elden Ring stream. I had to charge uh-huh. the dual sense. That huh. was a, that was about a you know three three hours thirty five minutes type of deal. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't have that issue. I I really? don't know. I like my the older ones. Okay. Yeah, they're a little bit on the on the shorter side, but like All the, right, the new God of War one. Yeah. Perfect. It's oh, fair. I've played with that like once. Like it's right there in the back. Now it's, dare you. it's it's not collected dust. It's a collector's item. Uh, mm, you know, okay. I had to I had to play it for the, like the first hour and then not touch it. How dare you? What do you mean? How dare you? It's it's a nice I controller. I wanted to. I want to. I know, but like use it. I don't know. We all know you and your history of, with controllers. Use the new one because it's probably the only one that's working at the moment. Well, you know what? I've been a little lazy, so humble brag, Kyle. I do have a braided cable already. Ooh, Mr. Yeah, Big Man on Campus I over know here. money bags over here. Now, it's the Xbox Elite controller, which okay. phew, we have thought. I have thoughts. Don't worry. They're not bots. <laughs> Don't worry, PlayStation people. We'll be back on board in a sec. But uh, I've been using the, the red controller, right? The lipstick yeah. red. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been using it for like two weeks now. Just, just plugged in and yeah. it's not broken i got no drift okay so i'm i'm good with my controllers i'm good <laughs> i'm i'm here to defeat the the stigma that i have with controllers the stigma that you have that you brought up in the first place i'm here to defeat my own stigmas. <laughs> okay all right i don't know right. how they came up they could have been by me but i denounced them and i feel like that's all you need to do to get out of trouble i denounced yeah. I, didn't I think this, you brought like the uh, maybe it was the the 2018 God of War controller like on the show, and you're like, yeah, this, look at how yeah. look at how broken these thumbsticks are, or the maybe thumbs- the Uncharted Four one. Yeah, definitely, like, it's definitely God of War one. It's yeah. like stuck here. Even actually, a great example is uh, the Cotton Candy one. Yeah, this one has a weird every time. How- why is your left analog stick stuck in that position? What are you doing? I don't know. It, uh, it just happened Or maybe it's just the angle. It's just the angle. It's, oh, okay. Every time I try to turn it, and it's sticky, and I don't like it. And so what am I going to have to do? I'm going to have to buy one from Best Buy. Exchange hmm. it. You know what I mean? Quote, unquote, exchange it. I, yeah, I, I know that trick. And then say, oh, uh, it's effective. <laughs> Can I have a Best Buy I gift will card? say, I think my red one, uh-huh. I think the red or the black one, uh, my circle button is mushy. Oh, did you go too hard on it? Mesh it too much? Probably. <laughs> on that one, yeah. <laughs> that, that I think, is a more common occurrence for me. The buttons get a little mushy. Yeah. Well, okay. So, I, Sorry, I, let's get back on track. Let's DualSense. get back on track here. DualSense yeah, the DualSense edge. battery, I'm outraged. Uh, the whole internet is outraged. Uh-huh. This isn't good. Moderate, like, how long is this thing going to last, Kyle? If if they're saying right here that the, the DualSense controller is around 12 to 15 hours, uh-huh. and that's being generous, what mm-hmm. do you think this controller The Edge would have? Gonna, yeah. Ooh. Uh, moderately shorter. Does moderately shorter mean half or quarter? I'm going to say half. I'm going to say six hours. You think so? That, that's what they'll say. That's right. what they'll say. 
and then probably what four hours <laughs> if we're we, have, we, we have a we have a switch uh, handheld mode situation running like breath of the wild the thing is so i have complaints i do we're spending kyle we're spending two hundred dollars on this controller mm-hmm. it's supposed to have all types of gadgets and gizmos and whatever have you yeah and it's gonna have worse battery than its predecessor which what seems to be is well we just put more stuff inside this controller but it seems as though no proof but it seems as though they just stuck with the same battery as a regular dual sense controller do we not mm-hmm. see a problem with this for 200 bucks I mean, I think these pro controllers are just ridiculous in the first place. So I think the whole market, I think I have a problem with. I, uh, I, I do think it's weird how we live in a society. Let me, yeah. Hold on. Let me put on my Joker makeup. Please. We live in a society where the Nintendo Switch controller can last three weeks on one charge <laughs> <laughs> and the dual sense doesn't last you know nearly as long like what 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 technology is different between them yes i know the haptics and everything right. and dual sense that's why but have we not advanced far enough in technology well, to mean, have a longer lasting batteries inside or should we do the microsoft route and just stick with double a's <laughs> well here's the thing so what like with the elite controller and listen i I have thoughts on the Xbox Elite controller. I think on paper, this thing is the best controller ever made. In actuality, when you hold it, it's an expensive piece of tech that even people in that community, and I don't know if it's fixed with the newest version, have stressed this thing constantly breaks. So much so that Microsoft even um, uh, uh, had... Recalls? Not just recall, but they prolonged its warranty. Because ah. people are like, what? after a year, it breaks. What the what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Even like my Master Chief one broke a month in. So like to say anything about its build quality, at least that there is a 20-hour battery in that thing. No mm-hmm. double A's needed. You could mm-hmm. charge it in the case. Same thing here. And it's 150 bucks. To me, I feel like your competition is offering a solution and it has, a, 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 I think, something that people who are those type of gamers who are yeah. going to be gaming on, you know, heavily are going mm-hmm. to be looking at and, and wanting and needing. I just, yeah. to me, it, it bums me out a little bit that that's yeah. the, their solution. I think it's time for Sony to send Shuhei in his trench coat to go to a Best Buy, buy an Xbox Elite controller in See- incognito mode, take pictures of it. And then send it to R&D and figure out what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I truly think it's PlayStation trying to simplify the, pl- the supply chain going, well, we already ordered, you know, X amount of these batteries for the DualSense. So let's just, you know, put it in there. And, yeah. you know, since this is a boutique item anyway, we don't expect it to necessarily fly off the shelves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's version one, whatever we could say. It's just going to make it's going to make the product cheaper for us to make a bigger buck on that's what i'm thinking at the very least and and, and part of me also thinks you know, the evil side of corporations like this well they're not going to make it last a long time so that way people get upset and then they go spend 75 dollars on a new one 
Yeah. And I mean, it sounds ridiculous, right? But like, how many people go like, just bought a new controller because of this get damn drift? Yep. It's like you're feeding into it. Like, dude, exactly. why isn't there the, the class action lawsuit for this? This is actually bothering people. Like, I just mm. saw there's a class action lawsuit. People won because they got deceived during some movie trailers. And you're saying we can't. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You can't show something that's not going to be in the movie in a trailer or something along those lines. Whoa. Okay. I know. But like we can't figure out or 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 call these companies into play when it comes to like you know analog drift like Joy-Con drift we can't even come yeah. on it, it, it's a little ridiculous so yeah there is there is a point to be to be made there it's just like more money to be had and maybe the the way they're they're thinking is if you're in a the pro scene you want a wired connection anyway because it's going to uh, to to kill the latency yeah. that a wireless one would have anyway so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The outrage is is a bit ridiculous, but I understand the outrage if that makes so sense. So question, Joe. Yeah. VR2 is right around the corner. Are we going to get the same battery life out of the the controllers that we're using in VR? That's a great question, right? Like or, or are they going to be even shorter because it's even more tech what is it? Battery draining? I almost said yeah. technology draining. <laughs> like the the things that those controllers are going to be doing is more intensive on the battery. It really depends. We got we you know it's gonna it's gonna come down to like a digital foundry breakdown teardown yeah, right of mm-hmm. those controllers to see what type of batteries inside of them uh, to see because yeah you're you're rocking with the same tech that's in a yeah. dual sense controller in here and doing more because you got to do motion. I would assume that's something. So yep. like. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a great it's a great question. We'll only find out in February. Which is closer than I think we all realize. Yeah. VR two is very close and it's I'm very, very excited. I'm very excited. I'm also very nervous I could still pre order it theoretically. Uh-huh. Yep. Cause remember y'all, PlayStation Direct for some reason won't mm-hmm. let us buy anything from that website. It keeps on crashing and give us errors. Um, but I can still pre-order a PSVR too. It's not a good sign. That is not a good sign to me. Uh, I don't know. That that's an omen. <laughs> if I if I ever saw one. Well, it, it's also I think at the moment only available to pre-order through PlayStation Direct. Right. Yeah. You only have one avenue to do it from. Well, so you saying it's an omen that it's still available? Oh, you're saying. I- I think once it opens up everywhere else, I think pre-orders might go a little quicker. I'll even say if. I mean, we're yeah. coming down to the wire here. We still haven't That's even fair. gotten like skew links out of any of these sites. That is totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Here's the next ditty for us on the on the stories. Ooh, the a ditty you say? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> square, instead of squaring up the news, square up the ditties. Ooh. Nick Tan over at PS Lifestyle writes, Death Stranding film revealed, produced by Kojima Productions and Hammerstone Studios. Kojima Productions will be, will be producing a Death Stranding film in partnership with Hammerstone Studios. This marks Kojima Productions' first feature movie adaptation. The film will be completely financed by Hammerstone, which is best known for the films Barbarian in 2022 and Bill and Ted Face the Music in 2020. According to Deadline, the film will introduce quote-unquote new elements and characters to the Death Stranding universe, though the plot is still unknown. 
Still, Hideo Kojima is excited for this new project for the silver screen. Quote, I couldn't be more excited about this new partnership with Hammerstone Studios. This is a pivotal moment for the franchise, and I'm really looking forward to collaborating with them and bringing Death Stranding to the big screen, end quote. Alex Lebovici, founder of Hammerstone Studios, says that, quote, unlike other big budget tentpole video game adaptations, this will be something far more intimate and grounded, end quote. The focus is on creating an authentic Hideo Kojima production through and through. It is unknown who the director and writer of the film will be, though Kojima is credited as the director and one of the writers alongside alongside Kenji Yano and Shuyo Murata for the Death Stranding game. Ooh, we Kyle. He's finally doing it. The thing we've all been you know, saying, hey, maybe you should do movies. Yeah. yeah. Your, your cutscenes are super long, my guy. <laughs> well, what about uh, what about what about you turning into a movie instead? Yeah, finally doing it. I I love how the focus is still ma- making it an authentic Hideo Kojima production, uh, other known as we don't know what's going on. Yeah, and I love that it's like an authentic Kojima product, uh, <laughs> authentic Kojima production, and grounded. <laughs> Those two don't go together. Those two don't go. To, I'm like, this guy's never seen a Kojima joint. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. He is he has not played anything. No, yeah. I I'm I'm very curious how this movie is going to work. I've seen Barbarian. I loved Barbarian. I unfortunately Barbarian's saw great. Bill and Ted face the music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I you know to me I'm I'm expecting something of smaller budget and smaller scale. I don't know about you, Kyle. I, I'm I'm looking at this like a, this is kind of a at an indie flick rather than like a blockbuster you know summer movie. Sure. Well, I I think it will be quote unquote smaller budget just because destroying that world is so isolating and empty. Like you don't have to have a full big, huge cast list. Sure. Um, It does say new, new characters. So I don't know if we're going to be following Sam around. Are we going to follow fragile around? Like, I I I don't know. I would love to see. I, Leah I love Sadu. her. Yeah, yeah. Leah's a terrific actress. So, like, Agreed. I'd love to see her there. But yeah, like new characters. So we're ex- like, what are we exploring? Like, that's exciting because like yeah. now we're in the world of Dust Stranding. I think it's something we always try to you know advise folks is like, be in that universe. You don't have to be those characters though. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's what I think excites me the most out of here. And it is interesting if this is going to be more focused in the first game timeline or are we already pushing for DS2? Right. And maybe that's why Elle Fanning is in the game. Maybe she's also in the movie. Ooh. That's exciting. I don't know. Oh, it's cool uh, though. Yeah. This is really cool news. Spe- especially off the, the, the other news that, that is more flash news of like God of War is going to stay to its original, uh, uh um, 2018 roots in the Amazon show. Yep. People have seen the last of us HBO say that it is going to be the greatest story on of TV because it's the greatest story in games. Okay. Let's stop right there. Let's talk about this. People got in a tizzy. I'm th- thankfully yeah. you brought this up. Um, I, I wanted to, because of this rant that I feel is about to happen from me or from you. <clears throat> uh, just in general. 
Yeah, so like he was in a he was in an interview with some magazine. It doesn't matter. Uh, the, one yeah. of the I think Variety, maybe Variety. Yeah, one of the showrunners. Uh, I think no, Craig Mays- Metzen, uh from yeah from Chernobyl fame, and he just said something along the lines of like, "Yeah, man, like we're excited to do this thing because this is like the vid- the greatest video game story ever told," and then everybody and their mothers like, "Um, actually, how dare you, sir?" <laughs> Actually, Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is the greatest video game story ever told. It's like, sh- sh- shut up! He's doing a bit. Every like, are you are, are you so thick that you can't understand the man's doing a bit? The man is advertising for his show, and video games are already looked upon as this childish endeavor. Mm-hmm. He is trying to sell it as something bigger, so that my mom, your parents. Are gonna get into it, right? Mm-hmm. Your girlfriend, your partner, whoever is gonna get into this thing because they're already apprehensive when the word video game gets tossed around in there. Okay, and let's get off our high horses for a, a, a big second about video game stories as well. I love video games; they're my favorite medium, and there are some of my favorite stories ever told. But remember, guys, when we want to break it down, if we really want to break it down, some of our favorite stories, some of our most favorite stories, Bioshock is one of my favorite stories ever told in any medium. Has giant submarine men protecting five-year-old girls with yellow glowing eyes. Mickey Mouse is has a key for a sword fighting men in cloaks. Video game stories are oftentimes people just look over them, right? Most of the time, video game stories aren't that great. And so I feel like in my heart of hearts, as someone who loves The Last of Us, it was The Last of Us. It is The Walking Dead season one. It is those games that really came in and went, we're going to be doing something different with video game stories. It's games like Bioshock. It's, you know, it's, it's. It's those few and far betweens that tell really compelling stories that have outside people looking at us and looking at video games and treating it a little different. So, yeah, I do believe Last of Us is one of the greatest stories that video games ever told. Yes, I believe that. Look, our good friend Sean Capri named his child after one of the main characters of that story. It means something to people. And just to demean it just because you don't like it is stupid. It's stupid. It's dumb. I hate that. You you don't sound smart when you do it. You sound like an elitist asshole. I really hate that guy. I re- ooh, congrats. You ears. you you took me on a roller coaster journey, and I was like upset with you. Then I agreed with you. I was I like, know. oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I blacked out. <laughs> I was just totally in feeling. I don't even know but what no, I just I, said. I agree so you with can't you. Can't hold me to the fire about it. I personally hate how much hate just saying the last of us gets for a large majority of people who play games just because you are like the hipsters of the gaming community and want to be cool and hating on something that is a lot of people love and is almost uh uh uh, almost unanimously viewed as one of the greatest games ever made and stories ever told in video game format just because you want to be different I don't know. Uh, it, it, that really grinds my gears. Yeah. If if you have gripes about it, sure. I'm not sure. saying you're. you're you don't have that. to like the thing. You can have critiques no. on it. Yeah. No, but but to to attack it at every moment you get, 
slow slow your roll a little bit to attack it like again like i i'm not a kingdom hearts fan y'all know that and again i tell you (laughs) i think we all clearly know you're not a kingdom hearts fan yeah and i I tell y'all jokingly that i it's 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 weird it's a weird franchise but i'm not here to to every time that there's a kingdom hearts announcement gonna yuck your yum about it right Mm -hmm. you know i'm skeptical for the last the the next bioshock game just like how i am nervously optimistic for judas because it's been a minute since since he's made a game but like i still love bioshock yeah i still love waiting on that vita game by the way, Ken. Still, re- re- yeah, still there. <laughs> Where, where's that Bioshock on Vita? Well, you know, what are we doing? Uh, it, but to me, like I love, like I love God of War Ragnarok. I love Ghost of Tsushima. Like these are games that had really strong, compelling stories. But I'm also trying to be real with myself by also saying, what is the game that I'm going solely for the story? And that's few and far between. Hmm. You know. So for okay. me, it's not. I'm not knocking games as like, oh, all of our what it's it's all dumb. That's my argument. It's like the medium's still young. These writers are still young, and we still have some growing pains that we're going through. So for me, I love the stories that are told in video games, but there's often that air of, okay, understand. Gotta take myself out of this for a sec, right? Um, okay. So for me, it's again, everybody stand down, you know. It, it comes down to what what video game stories are truly impactful is different for everyone. Just tr- try not to be a dick about it online. Sure. I saw yeah, one yeah. person online going, I'm really sick of tired of, of games being awarded, um, you know, story points for saying violence is bad. It's like, what? The, what? I don't get that. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, that is a stupid critique. That's a silly critique. And I think that's a critique mm-hmm. because you want to critique it rather than mm. bringing something different to the table i'm not saying yeah. you have to like the last of us or you have to like whatever game i like but like let's not com- be complete dicks about it that's it sure yeah, yeah. I hate that i really do it's stupid yeah because like like even like final fantasy 17 or sorry final fantasy 7 right yeah C- crazy i was playing crisis core and <laughs> He's he's on a train and like he's dodging bullets. He's whipping like his sword, blocking bullets, jumping from train to train. I'm like, the laws of physics say all of this is the dumbest thing in the world, right? And then, what is that called? Is that called ludonarrative narrative dissonance? Is that what that's called? And that's what video games are full of. I think there's a lot of like, just take yourself out for just a second, for just a second, and then he does a backflip off the train and then he goes on his flip phone. It's like. Holy crap, this was a mid-2000s experience. But I love that thing, right? Just like how Final Fantasy VII is ridiculous when you think of it broad schemes, if you want to really break it down. But people connect with those that story and with that those characters. And it may uh-huh. not be my favorite game of all time, but it's one of yours, and I'm not going to yuck your yum because it, it didn't hit for me. And if someone wants to sit there and try to sell their product, go, it's one of the greatest stories ever told, I'd be like, okay, cool. You're doing marketing right now, and mm-hmm. I'll just ignore it. <laughs> but everybody yeah. needs an opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. <sighs> I, I, I will, I will just counterpoint real quick. We don't have to stay too long on All it. Right. Uh, when you say that video game stories aren't where we need them to be, or or people make them out to be, to me, a story is a story. Fair, right? Like in every medium, there's going to be 
batshit crazy stories. Sure. Like, I, there are movies, there are books, there's comics, there's... And I'm not saying, like, there's not outrageous, stupid movies, because, like, yeah. John Wick exists, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying people like to use that as a... uh an attack on video games. Right? I don't like think to it, belittle the accomplishments that games have made. And I'm saying we're getting there. But uh, and, and my yeah. argument is, can you point to an Oppenheimer right now in video games? You can't. Right. Like, can you, can you, can you point to something going, Oh my God, that is, that is something deep, right? Like there's, there's no interstellar for us right now. We're getting there when we're growing, mm. but I'm, what I'm trying to, to tell y'all is, Oftentimes, our medium is looked at as childish and as as a, a second to, and someone's trying to sell it as, no, it's not. This is actually a really awesome place where stories can be told. And if he could nail it here, that means more games get picked up. So, like, maybe we root for this one, gal. That's, that's my mm. argument in a whole. I'm sorry mm. if I triggered, like, half of our audience because I said video game stories can get silly. <laughs> You know, just like in every anime towards the end here's our now i'm gonna just say it yeah. in the end you're always fighting god right is that i mean come on hentai exists <laughs> all right cool now from one garbage <laughs> fire that i put myself in into another it's time for some flash news Kyle. you ready for this yeah go fast gotta run gotta go gotta run fast the tentacles are getting close ah. gotta run uh, Guerrilla Games has revealed that it is, in fact, working on multiple Horizon projects as advertised on their Twitter by quoting. Ready for this? Ready for this? I'm ready. Oh, and a multiplayer title. Uh, by quoted, featuring a new cast of characters and unique stylized look, friends will be able to explore the majestic minds of Horizon together. Unquote. Kyle? Is that, is that supposed to mean Majestic Wilds? Majestic, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Wilds? Okay. IGN, you done guffed. Uh, Kyle, this is actually a great point from what I was talking about earlier. Sometimes with video games, you just got to turn your brain off for a second. She's fighting fighting robot dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Video games can get kind of silly. It's not to say that, like, I didn't get emotional at the end of that, you know, uh, Horizon Dawn, because I absolutely did. But, like, they're a little silly, and it's fine. Sure. I'm going to get so much shit. All right, Kyle. Uh, just because they're silly doesn't belittle the story, though. No, I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's where I'm coming from. No, it doesn't belittle the story, but I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is we're just not, we're not there yet. It's not saying we never will get it. it. We're not, like, throwing mud at video game storytelling or the, the incredible writers that write them. I'm not. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm just saying our medium is still really young. Like you take a look at like movies, movies have been around what, like arguably 1920s, 1930s. How long have video games been a thing, right? 70s, 80s. Now you bring into, well, how long have scripted, you know, scenes, scripted games uh, or storytelling been to a, in, in effect? What, like 90s, right? If you really want to yeah. get serious about it, mm-hmm. like late 80s, early 90s. So there's so much growth to be had here. So when I'm saying I when I'm saying all of that, I'm not trying to be a dickhead and say our thing is childish. I'm not. I'm just saying our medium's young. Mm-hmm. And, I and we're getting there. We're getting. I mean, look at. And I think a great example is look at The Last of Us Part One. Look at The Last of Us Part Two. Look at Red Dead Redemption Two. Look at God of War. Like you're seeing brilliant, brilliant stories being crafted here. 
we're Absolutely. getting there. That's what yeah. my argument is. But to, yep. to to try to poke fun at it by going, I know that this is someone's favorite game out here, and I'm just going to throw daggers in it to be different is yep. a dickhead move. And yep. it's just like with like like Halo. The Halo show is not my, not my jam. Mm-hmm. It's not. But I'm not making it my personality every time that there's a Halo post to belittle that show or that game. I'm not going to do that. I have my yep. opinions on it. Master Chief should have never shown his literal whole ass, but that's just me. <laughs> That's just me. I live my life. <sighs> hey, we go. We playing Horizon together sometime soon. Oh yeah, sorry. I get now. I feel bad, Kyle. Now I feel like I. No, don't feel bad. Uh, don't feel bad. You see how it you... needed to be said. It hey, needed to be said. You got how it. the turntables. <laughs> you know, you felt real insecure in the beginning of the show. <laughs> it's all on me now. What's that? What's that? Have you ever watched New Girl? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, what's that thing? I got you cookie. Get me cookie. <laughs> That's what I feel you're going through right now. Yeah, pretty much. You, you want cookie? I got you cookie. Got me cookie. <laughs> All right. So Horizon. Great yeah. game. Love the story. Love the characters. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiplayer game. Stylized yeah. look. That new cast of me. characters. Yeah. The The... The new unique stylized look does bother me because where 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 do they go? Cell shaded, right? More even more realistic. I don't know. I think like, it's a looks great the way it is. Perfectly stylized to me. Yeah. Are we going the Fortnite look? What are we doing here? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. I, like, why can't it just look like Horizon? Yeah. I think it is going to be cell shaded for this for the for the the the, the, the splash. Mm. Uh, that alarms me. It's a bummer. Is the new cast of characters you think the Call of the Mountain VR game? No, I think this is totally new some, characters. Some, yeah, okay. And I would be, I would like be a shocked. Tribe or something, maybe. I wouldn't be shocked. We're in a different continent. Ooh, you know, like something. the oh, I I I can't remember the the last tribe. What were they? What were they again? <laughs> you're trying to get inside my head and you won't no, I I'm, just I'm, played it I'm, I can't I'm literally thinking I'm literally thinking like wouldn't it be pretty crazy if we're out there in like you know Australia or something like totally different yeah. clans totally yeah, different yeah, yeah. characters totally away from like there is a, a clan I know where you're, you're you're thinking of it begins with an eye that like they're not from the mainland wink wink nudge nudge and um yep. Maybe we explore some of their, you know, belief systems or their land and where they're from. Like those yeah. things That'd excite be cool. me. Yeah. Hi, right, Kyle. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Spider-Man 2 on PS5 only coming Ooh. fall 2023 via blog post. <sighs> blog post. That sigh was not because Spider-Man 2 is coming in fall 2023. No, I'm very excited about that. Can we stop trying to make the blog a thing? I feel like Gretchen Wieners and Mean Girls. Stop making fetch a thing. <laughs> stop putting all the emphasis on the PS blog. And I feel like they've been do going so hard on PS blog in the last six months or so. Yeah. Where they're, they're like, here's a brand new list of indies only on the blog. Here's some new news about like, um, was it wasn't forespoken maybe it was forespoken where they have like dev diaries like every other week or maybe that was a different game but there's a lot of 
really cool information that is happening there, which again is probably why they're doing it is to bring make, you over to that website, bring you over to the blog. But I want to stay in a play or a video showcase. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting for, tired for of this. everything. Like I don't <laughs> get tired of it. You're just making it. So people do the thing that nobody wants people to do where they see the headline and they don't read the article. Yeah. And I think it also, it's just like, it's PlayStation's way to give value to their um, partners. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, look how much traffic this website gets. Yeah. Uh, because we, we force people to, to, to click on this link type of deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, first off, exciting because, yay, yeah. more Spider-Man is awesome. And now it's official. We're getting that in 2023. We're getting Final Fantasy 16 in 2023. First spoken in 2023. Um, we're getting a whole bunch of games in 2023, right? Yeah. But yes, coming from a blog post, it's time for a PlayStation showcase. It's time for a state of play. It, it's time to see what you're cooking in 2023. Cause right now I don't know what's in the pot boiling. Yeah. I, all we've gotten is that one trailer. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, the other characters in this universe. Yep. Are we switching between Peter and Miles? Who knows? We haven't seen Venom. We haven't yeah. seen any of the other villains. What's happening? But you know who we do see? Who do we see? We do see Spider-Man on PlayStation in the Miles Morales movie. Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, we sure do. Do you think... Here's another question. Do you think uh, we're going to get a lot of PlayStation Spider-Man in there? In the movie? Yep. Uh, I think so. You think he play? Do you think he's a pivotal role or like, like not he has a pivotal a, a, like role? A few, a few lines to the side. Yuri's going to have a few lines because he is he is front and center on the Japanese poster. Is he really? He's in the first line of the other Spider Man. Oh, I gotta see this. Oh, I gotta see this. Just, just across. Like there, there's Miles. Beautiful poster. Beautiful poster. I don't know if you've seen it, y'all, but look it up. Um, oh yeah, he is. He is front and center, right, right, like right behind Miles, pretty much to the left. I think. Ah damn. Yeah. Looking good. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good film. I'm gonna freak out if I if I oh, even I'm just hear the once. whole time. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Freak. Absolutely. All right, Kyle. <clears throat> <clears throat> so here it is. Now we get to the main topic of the night. Okay. Almost an hour into it. We got to the main topic. Yeah. So here's to the kids out there. It's Hanukkah. It's Christmas time. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably just got yourself a nice PlayStation 5. You're saying I'm a kid or a young adult or a grown ass man. I don't know. I got here yeah. to dictate your life or what? Who got you a dope grown ass, ass adult? Yeah. Right. yeah. You treated uh, yourself. You treated yourself. Or you so haven't played you a game do? since the N64. You have no idea what's happening. Or your PlayStation broken. You're like, well, it doesn't matter how you got it. You got yourself a PlayStation 5. As long you as won you a crane game, and you got a PS5. Are you that one person that did it? <laughs> Lucky son of a gun. Because we're here creating the definitive top 10 PlayStation 5 games so far. And sort of PlayStation mm-hmm. 5. So, before we talk about our top 10 lists, um, you know, our top, our top games... I want to give some caveats. I want to have a, a little little story, you know, a little conversation with you. Story. All right. 
Yeah. Huh. Uh, first, Kyle, mm-hmm. when we say PlayStation 5 games, are uh-huh. we talking strictly PlayStation 5 games, or do we add cross-gen games, PlayStation 5 slash PS4 games? Why or why not? We absolutely do add them because there is a PS5 version. Okay. It's not two separate games. It's okay. the same game that is has a PS5 version. Like, I I don't know. I, I feel we're not including those. So, should there be any conditions? And if so, what conditions should there be? So, for example, do these PlayStation 5... Because sometimes you just slap a... play. Like, it feels like they just slap a PlayStation 5 sticker on these games. Right? Go, uh, it's PlayStation 5. Take over for it. Anyway. Uh, but do they need to kind of prove themselves like, you know, haptics or like greatly improve like FPS modes, you know, performance mode, 60 FPS, 120 FPS, whatever you name it, or just strictly it has the stamp PlayStation 5 on it. So we're counting it. I, and, I Call me basic. If it has a PS5 version, I think it counts. So we're even going to include upgrades like The Witcher or Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, because they're PS5 versions. All right, fair enough. And I agree. I solely agree. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. It'd be different if you only put, if like you're putting a PS4 only game in your PS5. No. Yeah. Like, I, I spoiler, I don't have Last of Us Part 2 on my list because that's a PS4 game that I happen to play on my PlayStation 5. Fair. It doesn't fair count. Okay. So, Kyle, before we get into our list, uh, a lot of people actually wrote in to talk about their favorite PlayStation games so far. Do you want to read one at a time? Yeah, we can do that. You want to start? Yeah, sure. Gavs Goaty writes, just like you can too, if you add us over at PS Trophy or you join us into our Discord server and says, it's been said, but I don't think Horizon got enough credit. I actually voted for that for my game of the year. God of War was amazing, and the story is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Great story. Yes, it is. So it definitely wins best narrative. But as far as just having fun with the open world and exploring and fighting various machines in Horizon was my game for sure. And I wish it got more recognition. I'm right there with you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. M9 Prime says, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, guys. I hope all is going well. The best PS5 exclusive I have played so far has to be Returnal. It really does feel like it couldn't be done this well on the previous gen consoles. Though for most successful PS5 games that anyone can play, it has to be Astro's Playroom. Mm. Just a, such a fun little game. One game that keeps running under the radar is Cyberpunk 2077 on PS5. The poor launch has really hurt this game, and on the PS5, it is fantastic, works well, and is so fun to play. The Muffin Mom, Mr. Kevin Ainsworth, writes in, When I think of the best strictly PlayStation 5 games I've played, I have to give a shout-out to Rift Apart. PlayStation 5 is my first PlayStation. Ooh-wee. And Ratchet was always an IP I wanted to play, and Rift Apart was the reason I finally bought a PlayStation. Graphically gorgeous, tons of fun, and a few fantastic additions like Rivet really make this one of the be- one of my favorite experiences. Also, a pretty easy platinum and an enjoyable one. Right, as well. Oh, it's yeah. a great, great time. Uh, at DJ underscore Stormageddon on Twitter uh, writes in Yakuza Like a Dragon, Miles Morales, and Tales of Arise, just to name a few. I also am replaying the PS5 version of Control, which is absolutely incredible. Spam and Bamman writes Cyberpunk 2077 has 
been one wild ride on PS5, especially since the next-gen upgrade. I definitely need to finish that game. Another fun game on PlayStation 5 I'm currently playing is Guardians of the Galaxy. You're flarking right. You're flarking right. Such a great game, and the cutscenes, visuals, and character models are immaculate. Gosh darn right. Yeah. Uh, at Black Wyvier, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered, Demon Souls, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Elden Ring. Delicious Marshall writes in. I picked up Judgment on Black Friday as well as the sequel Lost Judgment, and it was great. Kind of Yakuza meets L.A. Noir with an insane story involving gang wars, serial murderers, and a cure, cure for Alzheimer's. Whoa. All right. Never played a Yakuza game proper, but this spin-off series has me hooked. This is another example of like video game stories that are bonkers. Uh-huh. They're just insane. But like <laughs> they're enjoyable because they're just like so like like they're just so crazy. So uh what is it? Like slapstick. You gotta love them. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh at Vanessa Vaney G. Uh, Horizon from Midwest, Callisto Protocol, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Cyberpunk 2077. I have a long list. Hell yeah, Vanessa. I love I love the Callisto love. You know that. A lot yeah. of love for Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Well. Very, interesting. Very interesting. You're welcome for allowing that on our list, everybody. That's right. Very welcome. So, Kyle, <laughs> uh, we have a list, each of 10. We have not seen each other's list. No. Okay, and um, I, I want to give a reasoning as to my list. You could add a reasoning to yours, okay? Okay. To me, this list is, first off, you're buying these games. So, like, I'm I'm not oh, thinking yeah. of extra. I'm not thinking of, like, Astro's Playroom's not on this list. Oh, it's just, oh, then it's, I will take that off my list. No, 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 no. If it's yours, it's yours. I don't okay. wanna, I'm just giving you my rationale. So, I'm I'm saying if this is a buyer's guide... Oh, These are fair. the games in in order that keeps going upward of these are the games that are going to show why you bought yourself a PlayStation 5. What, what was your mindset going into this list? I, uh, spoiler alert, wrote this down right before recording because I didn't have time to write my list down. I and I honestly went through and I didn't move things around. It just were the games that came to me in the order that mm-hmm. I thought of them in. And my reasoning being is if I love the game so much, that is why I was so quick to it and added it to the front. Yeah. And if I had to go back and be like, oh, I forgot about this game. Clearly not deserving, quote unquote, to be in my top 10. Okay. Because okay. if I have such a, a immediate reaction to the 10 that I have, obviously I'm more attached to them than anything else. Fair enough. Would yeah. you like to take it away with with your number? Do you 10? want to do honorable mentions first before we get into ten? I, you know what, I kind of like the watch mojo method, where it's like we get to everyone once once we get to one, we go in honorable mentions, and then we do. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Well, I think it would give it away then at that point. What do you mean? It it would give away my number one if we wait all the way down there. I mean, let's let's, let's have fun. All right. let's, okay. let's have fun. Okay. Again, let's watch. What is okay. watch mojo wrong? It can be. <laughs> Oftentimes, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So my number 10 mm-hmm. is Fall Guys. Oh, okay. Fall Guys is an absolute fantastic guess. You can play it everywhere else. Yeah. But I play mostly on my PlayStation. Um, 
to me, it is my perfect multiplayer game. Mm. I love a good platformer. This is nothing but fl- platforming, and it is so quick and, and and quirky, and everyone can learn how to play this game and learn how to do the levels. Yeah, sure, they're difficult. Not everyone can be yeah. good at them, Mm-mm. but it is just a fun time, win or lose. You're having a great time with it, and everyone should play Fall Guys. Hexagon is one of the best game oh, modes ever. Absolutely. I think, I think that game is one of the most inventive like platformers in a bit um so much so that like competitive multiplayer things yeah like outside of shooting right like Like i've most multiplayer games are just shooting games yeah like i saw there's a halo forge map i was playing with the carpool gaming crew of course sean capri was cheating there like he often does it's awesome to see actually that community is like oh wow sean's not that honorable and a stand-up dude he's kind of a piece i really like that yeah people are like oh he's rigging stuff (laughs) now i see I'm, I'm telling you guys, true colors, right? You think Canadians, and I think cutthroats. Um, but like, it's it's cool how that one game mode and that one game is just inspired so many others to go out there and, and make something. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of giggling because my game is totally <laughs> in the same vein that it's multiplayer. Uh-huh. I'm thinking I'm trying to run the gamut of top ten. Like, it's gotta there's gotta be a little something for everybody in this list. Okay. Okay. Top 10's a no-brainer. It's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I figured it'd be on your list. It has to be on this list because to me, I'm thinking of PlayStation 5 functions. And when I think of Call of Duty, I'm thinking of like the performance mode. So you could take this thing from 60 FPS all the way to 120 FPS if you'd like. Every gun or every subclass feels different when you're shooting it. Uh, both in its haptics and in the adaptive triggers. And I would say also the adaptive triggers help me to shoot a lot because I like to press down on the trigger a lot and the haptics kind of guard me from a trigger pull. So to me, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is the quintessential multiplayer game and to jump into it with next-gen improvements uh, and and features, I feel like that's a no-brainer. Sure, absolutely. What's your uh, What's your number nine there, bud? My number nine, whoa, what just happened? Uh, Kana, Bridge of Spirits is my number nine. Oh, God, your list is already so much better. It is such a, and I love how people use this as a negative thing when this game came out, but this is such a love letter and throwback to old school platformers that we played growing up. Mm -hmm. And it is gorgeous. It looks like an animated movie that I would go spend money to go sit in the theater and watch. Absolutely, Um, It is that silly thing where people say like, oh, it looks like a Pixar movie. Absolutely does. Um, The rot are adorable. And it is not like a, it's not a kiddie platformer at all. It is difficult. The combat is difficult. Yeah. And um, I really just enjoyed living in this, Wholly original new world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. Ember Labs, Sony, buy them, please. Please. <laughs> please. Put a ring on it. They're so talented. They so deserve talented. it. It's so come on. All right, number nine. How can I not put this game here? How when I talk about one of my favorite games of all time, uh-huh. it's here. Goes to Sushima Director's Cut. Gosh darn. Throw a couple of PlayStation 5 features in there. Throw some bonus content in there. Explore this world. Live in this world. One of 
a a story that has inspired me to go and dive deeper into not just Japanese lore, but like Japanese literature and Japanese uh, uh, films and, and, and all mm-hmm. that jazz. So Ghost of Tsushima, that director's cut, and it's on PlayStation Extra. Come on now. And it has the DLC, right? Icky Island? Yep, it has the Icky Island DLC. Yeah. The game is gorgeous mm-hmm. already on PlayStation 4, and it's even more vibrant on PlayStation 5. And with the, the haptics, and I'm going to be saying that a lot here, so good. I, th- I think after Elden Ring, I'm stepping back into Ghost. So sure. I, uh, I I have not added any director's cuts to my list. Okay. Just because I haven't played them yet. All right, fair enough. Fair That's enough. the only reason why they aren't on my list. Right. I played the games previously on PS4, yeah. just not the director's cut. Fair. Um, Respectable uh, num- answer. I have something similar yeah. as well for my honorable yeah. mentions. Uh, my number eight is a game I mentioned earlier. If you own a PlayStation 5, the first game you should play is Astro's Playroom. Oh, there, there okay. is you're doing yourself a disservice by not playing Astro's Playroom yes. right when you buy the buy the system. It comes preloaded, it's there for you. It teaches you what the dual sense can do. And I think still to this day is the best use of the dual sense controller. Mm-hmm. Um it is such a fun platformer. A cute little Astrobot. That game is a love letter to PlayStation in every fiber of that game. Yeah. And it's a short experience, four to six hours, if you want to get the Platinum, which is fun to do. Um, and it's got really cool like time trials with high scores and time chasing with yeah. your friends. And it's just awesome. My nieces also come down and want to play it all the time. I think I have over 20,000 coins in that game. <laughs> I already own everything in that game. I don't need more coins, yeah. but that's how many coins I have because so it just keeps getting replayed over and over and over and over again. It's fantastic. So my number eight is crazy. Because you're going to be like, why is it this low on the list? Okay. Spider-Man Miles Morales sits at number eight. Wow. Okay. Now, the reason why Miles Morales sits here on number eight is not because it's not a fantastic game. It absolutely Mm -hmm. is. It's not, you know, it's not because I didn't dig the story. I absolutely did. I loved Miles and he's my Spider-Man, right? But when it comes to like PlayStation 5 next gen, I'm also playing the PlayStation 4 version. And I feel like to me... Like, the haptics on the PlayStation 5 didn't blow me away. And the visuals, while it looks, and it's it definitely an improvement, to me, I feel like it's a smaller upgrade than than others. So, to me, I'm okay. like, you probably already played this on PS4. I don't know if you need to play it again on PS5. That, okay. That's my only that's that's my only thing. It's the reason why Ghost is, is so low. I love that game, but, like, smaller improvements. You sure. may have already okay. played this game. All right. There you go. What about you? Fair. Number seven seven is a game that you can also play everywhere else. Mm -hmm. It came to PlayStation last, Mm -hmm. but gosh darn it, Hades is so good. I knew it was going to be there. That's why I didn't put it on my list. I'm like, Kyle, this is Kyle. Hades is so damn good. Um, If you are interested in what a roguelite is or roguelike is, Hades is the perfect thing to jump into. Yeah. And, and it will ruin every other roguelike, unfortunately, uh, just because uh, it does a thing where you die. Yes, you, you start over all over again. 
But in between, you were getting so many different character interactions and stories that are branching out, and it feels fresh every yeah. single time and every run, different weapons, different skills, different buffs. Like once you learn what you are going for, it is a finely tuned machine, and you just keep doing the runs over and over again. And I, I think I put 60, 80 hours in in like three days because I just <laughs> could not stop playing this game. Nice. Um, also, one of the most rewarding Platinums you could ever get. Uh, yeah, Super Giant doesn't miss. I'm so happy Hades 2 is a thing. Hades absolutely needs to be played if you own a PlayStation 5. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Here's my next one. Deathloop. Ah, okay. Not on my list at all. Not, Not even honorable mention. Oh, really? oh, hot damn. I just don't feel like this game gets the love it gosh darn deserves. Like, sure. even when it came to Xbox, and listen, Xbox folks, I know you're listening. Prove it to me. Let me see your gamer score. All right, real gamers <laughs> out there. I don't feel like y'all gave it the love it deserves. This game is fantastic. And the way that it delivers its narrative is something, again, when we talk about the baby steps that we're learning as an industry, this is one giant leap. Like this is like we're, it's in mm-hmm. leaps and bounds of how its story is delivered in pieces to you, you know, with those roguelike elements of you dying and it being part of, you know, the story and how you progress through the game and just the inventive ways that you're able to assassinate, uh, you know, and not not just enemy players, but but enemy NPCs or your targets, mm-hmm. and while being hunted down by someone in the real world, Juliana. Man, it's so much fun, man. Arcane, Arcane doesn't miss, mm-hmm. and uh, Deathloop was was the game that showed that to me. Yeah, uh, only reason it was not on my list is just I didn't vibe with the way the story was told to me. Yeah. Just wasn't my thing. But it, it's super stylized. Arcane are geniuses. Yeah. It's still a great game. Deserves to be on a list. And sure. Colt needs to be in more things. Like yes, literally please. the fucking character needs it absolutely <laughs> if there's a playstation all, all stars battle royale 2 yeah colt better be in there it's like where the f- am i <laughs> <laughs> oh really god good. that'd be so good all right joe are you ready to yell at me yeah scream shout let it all out these are the things i could do without probably the number six life. elden ring elden ring is at number six for me and it's one of the best games ever made. I have issues with the game itself. I oh, wish it was a better you. golden path. I wish oh, the narrative was a little bit more told to me instead of just hitting about. But I, uh, our good friend Mike, right? He he's like, oh yeah, look, I got this tattoo of an Eldering character. <gasps> no way, did and he really? He got the one with like the sunflower. I forgot what the guy's, Ooh, the guy's name is. Yeah. But I was like, Mike he's in Elden Ring. I had no idea that that is a character in Elden Ring because yeah. I didn't see him. So like I have, I have those issues, but I'm going to okay. take that aside. It's still number six on my list. Okay. Cause that game deserves to be played. That game is a masterclass in everything. Uh, but yeah, that is why it's number six game of the year stuff. When we talk about it in January 13th, it's going to be interesting. I'm trying to text Mike right now. I'm like, let me see the Elden Ring tag. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I, I actually think that's the cool thing about Elden Ring. Like, there was a character I ran into midstream, and I'm like, I never ran into you on my on my original Oh, really? Journey. Okay. And it just makes, because, like, to me, it's like, yeah, the story of Elden Ring, listen, 
again, when we talk about stories and games, it's about what you make it. And so, like, I think of, like, to me, the the main quest line is, is Ronnie's quest line. Everything else is secondary because that was the thing that I cared the most about. And it mm-hmm. was the things that happened along the way that were important to me that I remembered. Sure. That was, that was yeah. the story to me. So, fair yeah. that you put it there. Mm-hmm. Number six for me is Sifu. Right. I wanted to show some indie love in here, and I think Sifu is a great representation now that it has different uh, modes attached to it of, again, a genre that I grew to love because of this generation uh, that is the roguelike. And also at the same exact time doing a great job of not just the haptics, but the 3D audio, knowing where things are mm. coming at you, you know, not just like where the fan is blowing at you, but like where the guy's about to sucker punch you from is so important in this game. And I think the 3D audio in Sifu is phenomenal. So Sifu number six, for sure. All right, now we're getting nice. to our top five. And now this gets, uh, oh boy, this gets a little nuts. Oh, boy. I'm very curious to what your top five are. Uh, my number five, mentioned it earlier, a yeah. game I finally just finished, sure. came out this year, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, I love a good Horizon. Sure. Me not playing it until December has means nothing to that quality of game. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, again, is a masterfully made game. Yeah. Um, I will also say while the story didn't wow me, there are a lot of very cool moments in it. And I, the reason why I love this game so much is if you're looking for a game that you want to get sucked into and have, and have no shortage of things to do forbidden West is that thing. Mm. There's so many things to do in this game and all of the side missions are, these are like some of the best side missions in any game period. Simply because every NPC is like fully mo-capped and animated and they all have unique voices and unique quest lines. You're not really only doing fetch quests and stuff like that. It is super well thought out. Forbidden West is excellent. Yeah, there's one where there's a, it's like a legit murder mystery. The next is like, oh yeah, how to teach this like like an elder like who knows they're going to die, trying to like teach their you know teach yeah. their young before they go. Like it's a lot of they play with a lot of themes there. And you're uh-huh. right, I think like story wise, oh it gets it gets a little nuts. <laughs> oh, it certainly does. It gets a little crazy. And I saw <laughs> some folks like like Sean who's like this was this was stupid, and some people that, that like me, I'm like, and I am completely in. This is far yeah. out insane and i'm and i'm wild yeah i'm sorry this is wild and i'm in so like yeah yeah mm-hmm. number five for me kyle is ratchet and clank rift apart this is like quintessential like to me now this is like we're in the you must buy this category you Yo, must absolutely. buy ratchet and clank i think this is a playstation yeah. 5 looking feeling uh sounding game it's just to me the only thing that holds it back is like though Again, it looks great. I mean, it looks like a Pixar film. Everybody says yeah. it, right? Like, this looks yeah. like a high-budgeted blockbuster on screen. I still feel like, yeah, 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 you know. You, you don't have to smooth the graphics on level two to make it still, like, this game could have still worked on PS4. This game could have still worked on PS3. This game could still theoretically even work on PS2 in terms of, yeah. like, you know, how the, how the game functions. Level and aesthetics and stuff, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you're still going from level to level, like... Uh, 
there are still loading screens, if that makes like it still feels like they're hidden and stuff, but yeah. they're still there. Like it still feels like a ratchet and clank game evolved. It's what I'm trying to get at. I know that's gonna trigger Absolutely. a few people who are like, PS3, no way. I know I couldn't run on PS3. I'm just saying it feels like that of old. So though it's a welcome familiarity, that's the only reason why it holds it, uh, it, it, it's it's held back for me a little bit. And that's why it is my number four for the same reasons Ooh. where. And you want to talk about like PS5 things? Another great use of the DualSense, where all the weapons feel so unique. Uh, the, each different. Uh, uh, my favorite is the pixelizer. Yes. Where where, where you hit it and it, the eight bit sounds come through the speakers and it just feels so good when you, you use the trigger. Um, Story wise, I love Rivet. Yep. And, and um, oh my god, it's what a been fantastic. a year. Fantastic. What a uh, fantastic addition. KT. Yep. You got Is it, it KT? Yeah. Oh, a kit. Oh, my God. Thank God. Um, yeah, Riveting and Kit are fantastic additions to the universe. Uh, but like you, you said it, where this f- still feels like a Ratchet game I've played every generation. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. It's mm. still fantastic. It's in my top four. It's just felt like other Ratchet adventures that I've been on. Yeah. And welcomed. I like it. Oh, absolutely. It was like comfort food. It was yeah. soul food. Yeah. All right, here's number four. You ready for this? Buckle in, folks. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yo, have you seen that movie trailer? I think it's called like 63 with like Adam Driver. No, Where I don't think I have. he lands like on a prehistoric earth. Look that trailer up, Kyle, because half of that trailer is literally Returnal. <laughs> I'm ah. not kidding you. Like it's, it's Returnal. Returnal is amazing, and it is... To me, the the thing that got me into the roguelike, roguelite, whatever you call it, genre, Returnal did that for me. Um, when I think about PlayStation 5 features, when I think about the 3D audio, yeah, it's there. You know, you could tell where every enemy is by just strictly the sound alone. You talk about haptics, every gun feels the same. And then the adaptive triggers where... Guns have a second mode depending on how hard you press the trigger. I think is so darn cool. And for me, Returnal does not get enough love. Um, and I think it is one wild, crazy story that is on Kojima levels of of almost incomprehensible. But like you're like, this is so crazy. I am 110% in. Give me more of this. So Returnal, my number four. For sure. Kyle, what about you, good sir? What is your number? I'm, try, four? I'm trying to look up this movie because it sounds oh, cool. And trust me, trust me. After the show, check a look at it, and you'll be like, "Did you just get a call I, from like the white?" I don't think it. I don't think it's called sixty three though. Okay, I'll look it up. What's your What's All your right, number okay. four? Anyways, uh, my number three because uh, my number four is Ratchet. Oh, sorry. Uh, number three is uh, actually Spider Man Miles Morales. Oh. So, you, so you were saying why it was so low because it what you didn't see much of a difference. Yeah. Spider-Man Miles Morales is the reason why I now get why people want 65. I'm sorry. It's called 65. 65. Miles Morales is why I understand why 60 frames is important. Yeah. Uh, Because switching that on with the HDR and the... the, um, I forgot exactly what Insomniac calls that quality mode. Oh, frame rate slash performance? Frame rate. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um. the most fluid and fun feeling I've ever had playing a superhero game. And I love 2018 Spider-Man, but 
I had so much fun as Miles and his unique power set. Not to mention the the story and the arc that Miles went on in this game is that story that I I want to have in my games where it is emotional. I'm invested. I'm crying because of what is happening. A Kyle ass Kyle game. It's a Kyle ass Kyle game, and um, yeah, I'm very. I love this game. Please. And like bonus points, get the ultimate edition so you can get remastered. Because like two for one. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a. Oh, I didn't even think about that. The two for one are right there. Because I, I think you still can't get remastered can't. solo yet. You still can't. That should be wild. <laughs> that, why isn't there a class action lawsuit on that? Yeah. Uh, number three on this list, Kyle. Let's do the song together. Right. Ready. <clears throat> Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077. Y'all know how I felt about this game when it released. <laughs> People were very angry about me on, on Twitter about it. Um, I thought it didn't it, it didn't launch good. I don't think it was a great game at launch. And I have to commend CD Projekt Red for not giving up on this game, for taking their lumps and putting out a, first off, for free edition of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, version of this game on PS5 and it addressing all the problems I had with it, like from transmog all around to the bugs and the glitches, giving me a story that I feel like, again, we talk about those moments. We're building to something here. This is one of those stepping stone games of, of game narrative for sure, especially in the AAA space. You take someone that is reviled in the beginning, that is Johnny Silverhand, and at the end, you're like, I can't fucking lose this guy. Like this guy, I'm sorry for the cuss. I can't lose this guy. Like this guy's my bud and he's making a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we should nuke the city. I don't know about you guys, but like, so for me, not even just like, is the, the story great? The RPG mechanics are great. The action is fantastic. Um, you know, to me, it's like a, it's, it's like if, if I, if I wasn't going to get shit before, now I'm going to get shit. It's like if fallout games were functional in terms of combat, okay. um, this game is phenomenal. I love it so very much. So it's there, but not just that. The adaptive triggers, guns feel good. You know, when you're pressing down on 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 the the pedal, you actually feel like you're pressing down on a pedal. Like they actually put time into the haptics, into the adaptive triggers, and we see so many AAA games time and time again drop the ball on it. And I think we gotta give flowers to CD because they're they're giving they're giving PlayStation games and their features proper do so cyberpunk 2077 i can't believe i'm saying this must buy playstation 5 game it's bonkers absolutely all right samurai let's get the show on the road (laughs) what's your number two pick number two pick uh is uh i think you said number four returnal uh returnal is my number two yeah i adore returnal i'm so happy housemark is getting the love that they deserve for this and they even deserve more because housemark has been a staple in video games for a very long time they make nothing but great games um and returnal i think is the pinnacle of what they made and how they took their dna which was like 
arcade high score chasing sole purpose. That was the type of games they made. Yeah. And they made a narrative driven roguelike game in a completely different style. And they just nailed it. And it still feels like a house market. And it still feels like them. They didn't lose their identity. Exactly. So, uh, and also a, a true next gen experience that I, you need to play. Returnal yeah. needs to be played. Here's my number two pick, Kyle. Uh-huh. You ready for this one? Uh, I'm ready. Let's, let's sing it. Let's, let's sing it with me. Ready? Oh, here we go. Let me try to guess it. <clears throat> ba, ba, ba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder what it is. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Oh, my goodness. What a game. What a sequel. And we'll be talking a whole lot more about it come January 13th when you vote in the Trophy Room Awards. So I don't want to sing too many of its praises. Uh, but just go play this game. If you love 2018, chances are you're going to love this game. Uh, it is one that you don't want to miss. It is stunning on PlayStation 5. And though I don't think it does a lot of the functions as well as many others on this list, it just goes to show the power of this game's narrative. Ah, see, something says we're getting there. Uh, here, because th this... This is going to be when, when people are writing in the writer's room in terms of like sequels, I feel like people are going to take a look at, at Ragnarok going, how do they do that thing with Sindri and how can we implement it here? Mm. How can we do that thing with, you know, uh, Brock and do it over here? Yep. Like, how, how can we, you know, like that type of stuff. Make, make the person playing the game feel for the side characters. Exactly. I think. Yeah. Ragnarok does that in spades. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. 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 What's your number two, bud? We already did number two. Oh, now sorry, it's time sorry. for honorable mentions. Um, honorable mentions. Because we're doing the Watch Mojo way. That's right. Watch Mojo BB. <laughs> are we going back and forth or you just want it list style? Ah, just, I'll just do a list style, yeah. Okay. Um, Death Door is on my honorable mention. Oh, nice. Love that crow. Uh, a, a, a great Zelda-like? Sure. Yeah, it's, 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 it's from what I know of Zelda. Yep. Top down. Sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> uh i also like i forgot who wrote it in but uh i put control ps5 version on there okay because control on ps5 is stellar it's nice um i have the last was part one on honorable mention i am so happy you did same here uh not like it's deserves to be played and bought if you've never experienced the game one of the best games ever made like we spoke about earlier one of the best um, stories 1000%. Uh, the only reason why it's not, it didn't make my top 10 is I feel like if you've already owned a PlayStation 3 or 4, you've already bought and played the game. Sure. And while this is the best version, I'm going to say that this is the best version. You don't need, you don't need to, to spend money on it right now. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same exact feelings. Definitive, but chances are you probably played this already somewhere. Yeah. But if you haven't, you want to get you know, yeah, yeah. Substitute any of those. Don't games regret my purchase though. I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. Absolutely. Um, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I adore Ooh. this game. Yeah. Uh, it's such a good open world game. Not enough people talk about how good that game is. It's yeah. fantastic. You're right. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Flark, yes. Again. How dare you, Square Enix, say that this game didn't perform to your to your liking? Hopefully, embrace this game. It. 
puts out a sequel. My God. This game did so many good things, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, man, it's so good. I hope we get a sequel sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, and then I got a couple indies. Okay. Um, Inscription. Yes. Gotta play Inscription. Go Got into it. it knowing nothing. Just know it's a card game and play it. It's a good time. Yeah. And even play it knowing it's a card game. Yeah, please. please. And th- my 50th Platinum, Bugsnax. Oh. oh. You gotta play Bugsnax. Bugsnax is so good. Joe likes to hate on it just because Joe likes to hate. Bugsnax is such a good, unique, quirky thing where you eat bugs and you turn into a, and your limbs turn into what you eat. You are what you eat, the game. And it's like a Pokemon and Pokemon Snap kind of uh, uh, gameplay wise. And the story is pretty crazy. Okay. And the characters are awesome. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Bugsnax is great. All right, here's my honorable mentions. First and foremost, Last of Us Part 1. Again, reasons you just said it. Asher's Playroom, because we're buying these games. So again, it's my list. We're uh-huh. buying these games. But yep. Asher's on your PS5. You need to be playing Asher's Playroom. Yep. Here is, uh, here's where we're going to get a little spicy. Okay. Uh-oh. Elden Ring is an honorable mention. Whoa. Okay. Elden Ring is not number one here. Because to oh, me, number one. Oh, I'm interested <laughs> now. <laughs> Elden Ring is not number one because listen, it's fantastic. It is one of the greatest games ever made. And again, mm-hmm. we I will have thoughts January thirteenth as to why I think that. Um, stellar, right? Yeah. I want to say more, but I can't. I'm not allowed. <laughs> Lawyers <laughs> will get into it. But I'm playing the PlayStation Four version of it. And I'm telling you, maybe I'm just, I got dumb, dumb eyes and I can't see the difference. Mm. I really can't see the difference between the PlayStation 4 version of this game and PlayStation 5 version of this game. So when I'm thinking of games that are taking advantage of the features of what the PlayStation has to offer, there's nothing that Elden Ring does that is like, oh yeah, this is a PlayStation 5 game. To me, it's like, oh yeah, this is a PlayStation 4 game ported to PlayStation 5. It's a great, great point. Yeah. And not a whole lot of haptics, I think, in PS5. None, none whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is a great point. Yep. I should have put some thought into that. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen, it's on your list. It's a, it's a yeah. fantastic game. Um, and, and I would say this, too. I think also they both run at 60 FPS. So it's, oh, yeah. You're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem. It's on here. Oh. Honorable mention. I want to give a shout out to Asobo for ditching previous gen uh, and saying this is strictly next gen and it mm-hmm. would be maybe on this list if i've beaten it so i have not beaten it yet but yeah the, the, innocence definitely deserves your time so play mm-hmm. that game first and then play requiem and then call me back and then last but not least lee the witcher 3 i didn't want to put them at number 10 or, or sorry put them on this list because i didn't want cd to be here twice okay and actually now that i say that well ratchet and clank and Spider-Man were both there. So my list is a little flawed. But yeah, I didn't I haven't played or or sorry, not played. Haven't beaten Witcher 3, so I can't uh-huh. I can't definitively tell you this is worth your time. That's fair. Though it is known as widely one of the greatest RPGs ever mm-hmm. made. So hopefully when I get more time into it, maybe next year I'm talking about this as my my top ten games ever. Sure. Five, yeah. Um also uh, going back to your cyberpunk uh uh not it wasn't a rant. Point? Discussion. Yeah. Point. Thank you. 
I I was thinking it. Uh, isn't it wild that that game went from delisted to your number three game? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And I was just like, yeah, rightfully so. It's delisted, and now it's just like, hey. yeah, this is one of the this is one of my favorite RPGs ever made. Hey. So like, good on you, CD Projekt. Keep yeah. it up. Yeah, so, that the writing in Cyberpunk is damn near phenomenal. <laughs> Johnny Silverhand is really just such a character. Sorry, yeah. Kyle. What's your number one PlayStation Five game? Or you want me to go f- first? Whatever. No, I, I want to keep the suspense because I don't know what oh. your number one is, right. um, unless I'm just Let's get fucking mistaken. Nuts, dude. Let's get crazy. Uh, my number one is God of War Ragnarok, and yeah. I again will not go into crazy specifics because we'll be talking about it on our award show. Um, might be my one b to my one a favorite games of all time all right it is it is right there it's it's real good okay okay real good you should play it one a to one b i like that that's a good yeah Ooh, that's good that's a good analogy for it god damn what a stellar game all right my number one game that you what should be playing it? what do you think it is what do you think it is ah. are you crazy enough to put demon souls up there at number one Oh shit! Uh, honorable mentions, Demon Souls. By the way, sorry. Thank you for yeah. thank you for mentioning that. I've, I because I'm looking. It's like I own all the PlayStation first party stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't have a third party thing that I think was number one. Yeah. Not over Ragnarok. I don't know. I'm generally confused, Joe. I get it. Oh, oh, wait. Are you gonna pull Fortnite? Are you gonna pull Fortnite? Don't, you, Joe. No. <laughs> Well, first, let me just say, Demon Souls is uh, an amazing experience, and if yeah. you're a newcomer too, thank you. I, I, I wanted to put it down. Thank you for saying it because it reminded me. Because yeah. to me, it is still one of the most beautiful PlayStation Five games. Absolutely, sound is incredible. The only thing I have problems with, um, and I love you, Blue Point, for doing this, is they wanted to stick to it being a remake so much from the ground it's up. It's the that original game. It, it is, just looks prettier. Yeah, it is the original game to its fault. So like mm-hmm. the the world tendency which is awful is still in there. Like things mm-hmm. like that. Uh probably the reason why it, it great gets haptics too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, well like your your favorite thing like the spell you can feel it going through. Oh, uh, true. Good good yeah. point. I, I wish Elden Ring did that. See, now you said that about God of War. Why can't I say stuff about Elden Ring? You know what? January 13th. Uh, did you not say the same thing? I, I, I mean, I didn't say 1A to 1B. You absolutely did. In less, in less words. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Say, say what you want to say. Number one is her uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, that wasn't on your list. That wasn't on my list, no, sir. Oh, okay. I thought. Oh, maybe I mistook our conversation about yeah. it. Is it your? Okay. Yeah, great. Gavs Goody says it, and I and I give them, yeah, give them their flowers. But it's just like this game's constantly getting overlooked, and why? Mm-hmm. It's so damn good. Um, mm-hmm. It plays so damn great. When I think of like what is a next gen, and I'm thinking again, I'm I'm not thinking is this the greatest game ever made? Um, it, no, I'm thinking does this take the functionality of the PlayStation Five into a, into effect? And I say Horizon does that to a T with everything when it comes to sound design, 
when it comes to uh, fidelity. Like the game just looks oh, yeah. stupidly great. Like the oh lighting. man, Las Vegas. Oh boy. Ooh, uh, great. You know, yeah. A- everything about it, it just takes with the even the water physics. Oh my man, it takes what you love. Or, or, or what you want from the PlayStation 5 and just utilizes it so darn well. So to me, Horizon is like the quintessential PlayStation 5 game to me. You're, you're getting sure, the whole yeah. kit and caboodle with it. So Yeah, absolutely. That said, Kyle, would you like to read your list in whole for the folks at home? Uh, 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 oh, I already exited it out. Uh-oh. Hold on. You want me to do mine first so you gives you time? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So my number 10 is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number 9, Ghost of Tsushima, Director's Cut. Number 8, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, number 7, I don't know why I said it like that. Number 7, Deathloop. Number 6, Sifu. Number 5, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart. Number 4, Returnal. Number 3, Cyberpunk 2077. God of War Ragnarok. And number 2, bomb, bomb, bomb. You get it. Uh, honorable mentions last of us part one astro's playroom demon souls elden ring plague tale requiem and the witcher 3 and finally last but not least my top five playstation 5 quintessential you need to go out there and buy this asap who's kidding you already bought the playstation 5 bundle uh horizon forbidden west Excellent list. Excellent list. Uh, my number 10, Fall Guys. Number nine, Kena, Bridge of Spirits. And number eight, Astro's Playroom. Number seven, Hades. Number six, Elden Ring. Number five, Horizon Forbidden West. Number four, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Number three, Spider Man Miles Morales. Number two, Returnal. Number one, God of War Ragnarok. Uh, honorable mentions, Death Door, Control PS5, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Inscription, Bugs Next, Gardens of the Galaxy, and one more I just forgot myself. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Intergrade. Yeah. It's a good. It's list. A, I haven't played the PS5 version, but it's a fantastic game. So please go play it. That's a gosh darn great list. Yeah. All right, Kyle. With all that said, with all that out of the way, you're holding on to something. Yes. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront uh, in the week of our Lord, <laughs> some would say, uh, December 19th to the 22nd. All right, here you go. Uh, Mermado on PS, oh, sorry, on PS3, Jesus. Mermado 3 on PS5, PS4 on the 20th of December. Pinball Heroes uh, PS5. Stars in the sky. And PS4. Ridge Racer 2 on PS5 and PS4. Trumpet Boy commits tax <laughs> evasion. What? Turnip Boy. Oh, Turnip Boy. What did I say? Trumpet Boy. Oh, because I was, I'm sorry. I was. <laughs> I won't get political. I was thinking. Yeah, no, I know what you were thinking. thinking Trump Boy commits tax evasion. <laughs> I hope that's a skit in that game. Um, I, I, I really, you know what? Maybe it's a play on words because that would be hilarious under this week and under these circumstances. Uh, it's a great game, by the way. Very oh, funny. It really? Oh, okay. it, it came out on Switch previously. Oh, all right. um, yeah, it's very cool. It makes fun of trophy hunters like myself. Oh, like, sort of collectible. Oh, it's yeah. pretty great. December 21st, Grapple Dash, a PS4. If it is exactly what you're doing, grapple and dashing, that's game of the year. Uh, Hashikira Drifter, Kart Drift Racing Simulator on PS4. Headbangers, Holiday Hell on PS5 Ooh, and PS4. That sounds cool. What's that game? Metal as shit. I love it. Mudness Off-Road on PS4. And on the 22nd of December, Valkyrie Profile, Lenneth on PS5 and PS4. 
I'm sorry. The game's name is Mudness. 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 Try right. um, Headbangers and Holiday Hell. Christmas. Christmas never changes. Soon those overzealous little freaks will swarm the city, led by that bearded maniac. But this time we fight back. Inspired by Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Beavis and Butthead's heavy metal comedy, this is twin stick mayhem like you've never experienced before. Looks wild. It looks exactly what you think it's going to look. You know? Yep. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right, Kyle, it's time for our favorite segment of the, of the, of the episode. It's time yeah. for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, M Nine Prime writes in. Here's a question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah, uh, Why do you think was, or what do you think was uh, one of the best years in gaming? Which year do you think the most? Oh, come on, man! Bangers were released in. Yeah, and why we got was em. it 2018? Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. <laughs> No, I don't like it. You know what? Video game stories are done. Oh, for little babies. Oh, no. I don't mean it. I'm going to get shit. I know. There's going to be like some asshole in the YouTube comment section telling me why I'm a big dumb, dumb, dummy. I didn't mean it like that. Okay. I love it. I love a good game. Okay. I I like it. Yeah. They're fun. Why was it actually 2020? Everything I was, I was literally just pulling up the list of 2020 because that is my list. That, That's my answer. Yeah, that year chose violence with how good games were that year. Like Last fu- was Part Two, yep. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Spider Man, Miles Morales, Fall Guys, Immortals, Ghost of Tsushima, Crash Four, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two Remake, Sackboy, Demon Souls, Bug Snacks, Doom Eternal, Jesus, Animal Crossing for that year, right? Yeah, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. I'm sure. I'm sure there's more, but those are the games that I personally have played. Yeah, like 2020 for I think for us uh, are is just like the best year so far. And uh, we're a little biased because we were on, on lockdown, so we had more time to play. <laughs> True that. <laughs> so True we, that. we got to play them all. It was great. Uh, Matthew Kennedy writes in. Here's one of the, here's one for the Sunday Pony Express. Yeah, yeehaw! I've expressed my love for the Witcher series on the show. Uh, once or twice before, so I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on The Witcher 3 now that it's been patched on PS5. I know Joe started and Kyle wanted to get back in. I've seen some mixed love for the game on Twitter, if that even counts, yet to dethrone God of War Ragnarok on Metacritic as number two most reviewed game on, sorry, most top two reviewed game on PlayStation 5 this year. Curious to hear your take. Happy holidays, gentlemen. I truly am, lo- sorry, I'm truly looking forward to your awards and everything to come in 2020. Oh, thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Though I have not gotten too far into it because I got distracted by Elden Ring. Yeah, but I am gonna jump back in during the week off. The week off is gonna be very busy for me in terms of games I'm gonna be catching up on. Um, and again, you guys aren't gonna have a week break. Like we're gonna have an episode for you guys, but nonetheless, yeah. uh, like I'm gonna be playing that. I'm gonna be playing Plague Tale Requiem. I should have Neon White platted as well by the end of this week. Ooh, great game. Very, uh, very like. You know he was writing it like it, this was like an anime like show, you know. Dub? It's it's Dang and Rapa, yeah. Uh, uh, storytelling purposes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Love Violet for reasons, and you know, to me, and Hater at the same time. Her bonus levels are the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, such yeah. a fun game. Again, get a planet. None that. All that said, I got Plague Tale. And I got Witcher to hold me over for for the next mm-hmm. few weeks. 
Yeah, I'll hop in eventually. I just don't know when. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and also, hey, maybe Henry comes back. <laughs> I heard hey, move aside, Liam Hemsworth. God, let's. Thanks let's for keeping the seat warm, but come on now. That's right. That's right. All right. And last but not least, Yuna writes in. Uh, well, she joined me in uh, in the stream today. That was very nice. Oh, nice. lovely talking to you. Uh, hey there, guys. Hope you're both doing well, and you guys have a very Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I love that video. So Merry much. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, has come a little early for me as Aaron Way has joined my party in some Ooh. aspect in Kuronokashi. Uh, Kiseki. Kiseki. Sorry. She was, and she was saying it like, Without a like a pin drop in the in the chat, and I was just like, I I can't do it now. And I'm reading, <laughs> you know, phonetically. I just can't do it. My question this week is, how do you get over a series of burnout? I am just starting to finish uh, up the last few trails games I have to play, and I'm starting to get back into other games to avoid burnout of series before some new titles start coming out in the trails series next year. I'm hoping it just gets me refreshed after playing mostly trails games for the past few months. So I throw the back over to you guys. What's the best remedy for series burnout? We get this question every now and again. How do we deal uh-huh. with burnout? I just go with Well, this it. is a specific one for like a series. Oh, like a series burnout? Like if you're just playing too much of one thing, how do you avoid it souring your outlook on it? Like I, I'm trying to think the last time I really ran into it. Yeah, because I, I feel like you could give me anything Star Wars. I've got to eat that shit And you'll shit be up. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the last, last time I played like games in succession from the, mm-hmm. i think it's when i went through uncharted okay a few years ago i played them all like relatively close together and i think just every maybe other day i popped in a different game for a little bit Fair. just for something else visually to like like a palette cleanser yeah like a, i think a good example is like elden ring right like elden ring i love it gonna platinum that game twice but like I couldn't do another Souls game after that. Like I have to wipe the palette somehow. I even forget how I cleansed the palette that time. But like to me, it, it's by doing a different game in a different genre. Um, you know, I think about like Returnal, and I'm very glad that Ratchet and Clank was there because I don't know how I'd feel about Hades if it was back to back releases. So for me, it just comes to like playing a different genre. Really. All right, Kyle, that's it. That's all the questions that we have for this week's show as we close out 2022. I can't wait for people to yell at me in the comments. It's like, you don't get stories and games. I I think I do. I think I do, sir. Man or madam. I think I do. I think I'll fight you in the streets. I'm gonna get. Here's the thing. I'm gonna get a lot of. Whatever you want to hand me the shovel. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just let me know. I'm not saying because here's the thing. I'm really. I I feel like I'm saying that video game stories are bad. I'm not not saying that. <laughs> Guys, I'm not like I love video games. Most of my room people don't understand me how much I love video games. Okay. I'm just saying sometimes you got to take this silly. Like it's a little oh. silly. So we get a little silly sometimes. Oh man. You know? <laughs> just get a little. It gets a little silly. But we're getting there, and I think games are just story and narrative is building upon, like building and building better and better as as years go on. And I think if I could be, if I could be Aretha Franklin, no Ben Franklin about it, Kyle. I think if if I'm thinking of like 
the the part of the industry that's probably pushing narrative is probably indie games. Oh, absolutely. They're telling some truly impactful stuff there. So that's all. That's my that's my TED talk. That's the apology that I'm not walking back from. Okay. Kingdom Hearts fans. <laughs> Give me the damn shovel. I don't take back anything. Stop I think your series is mid. Digging right. <laughs> your own grave. No, honestly, I saw a leak of a Kingdom Hearts game that had like a Victorian Gothic setting, kind of looked like Bloodborne. And I'm like, oh, that's my ticket into the series. <laughs> uh, can you can you imagine in a world where Sora, Donald, and Goofy walk into Yarnum? <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking Sora wakes up in Yarnum, and he, instead of it being being like Herman, Father Gascoigne, <laughs> unlock your heart, save the day. <laughs> Welcome to Yarnum, home of blood and ministering. <laughs> A hunter must hunt. <laughs> Oh God! I can't do any of the voices, but you get the gist. You're thinking about it in your head, yeah. Oh my God! What was the adage, Goofy? <laughs> Born of the blood, made men by the blood, undone by the blood. Give me that shovel, you son of a bitch. All right. Whoa. (laughs) Kyle. (laughs) Is there anything you There's. I got to look up fan art of this because I'm sure it exists. You can follow me on Twitter and everywhere at Mr. K-Step. Follow all of the indie game coverage that we're doing at 6-1 Indie uh, over at S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E dot com. I threw off my rhythm there. I was thinking of Goofy uh, fighting Orphan of Kaz. Donald just like cowering in the side of amygdala. (laughs) Donald getting rolled over on top of by Rom, the vacuous spider. Um... Uh, Six One Indie. We're doing our uh, game of the year stuff. Also, in the first couple weeks of January, uh, we're calling them the PDs, who is our mascot. Um, the link is out there for you to go vote on uh, the audience. So, your favorite indie game of the year. We also have several categories, kind of like what we did here. Um, so, go check that out at Six One Indie on Twitter. That again, S I X O N E I N D I E. And um, if you are an indie game dev. We're doing another indie mini game showcase. Uh, if you want your game sh- uh, highlighted on our show, hit us up again on our socials, all that stuff. It's going to be rad. Uh, I, I, nope, I'm going to hold it. I almost said how oh. many games have been submitted, and I don't want to ruin oh, any surprises. Oh, you already got submissions? Ooh. Oh, do we have submissions? Oh, Joe. my God. That's awesome. God damn. Okay, I, I, I've given you so many calls. I'm just excited for you guys. Yeah. Just excited. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out one review before we go. It's, it comes from. All right, oh, ready? no. Oh, no. Are you doing it? Do, I purposely didn't it. mention I'm it. I'm doing it. Okay. J.M. Brown writes in five star review, changing my review. They said, and I quote, I'm changing my review so I won't be talked about on the show anymore. <laughs> Apologies for the negative feedback. Keep up the good work. Now, 
Mr. Brown. <laughs> I appreciate your review. <laughs> and I appreciate your honesty. No, no, no. Really let's do. let's be real, Joe. I learned of this because you texted me, hey, peer pressure works. No, I said cyberbullying works. No, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> Brad, I thank you. I appreciate you. And listen, after the last segment, I could understand why you want to go back to that two star. I definitely do. I also oh wanted to say, shout out to the people that like, and even Brown did as well. Respectfully, give us criticisms when we're yeah, doing something. Absolutely, it's fine. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Don't be a YouTube comment section about it. But you know, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. You know, that's why the Discord really exists. You know, DM me, DM Kyle, of like, hey, yeah. here's something. Here's an idea. Like. Just stuff like that. And, you know, this show is only better because of your feedback. Even we got, listen, we got one of the, like the meanest reviews I've ever seen, <laughs> like a way long time ago, years back. And I took that to heart and I changed the show up for it. So honestly, thank you for your reviews. Now, I do appreciate five star reviews because Apple rewards us and Spotify also rewards us. They throw us on their, um, I think it, um, uh, their top discovered lists and that really does help us grow this channel out so if you could as a christmas present to us a hanukkah gift whichever have you if you could toss a five-star review our way it really does help this show grow if you want to head over to patreon.com slash ps room support us there financially this is the reason why we look so good we sound so great it's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash ps room i don't take that for granted one bit and uh yeah you can follow me at Mr. Badbit. You can follow this show over at PS Trophy Room. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everyone, keep what's about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you.